Coach Tom's here. Good morning. I uh, thought I would. This is going to be kind of an isolated pike uh, podcast, if you will, because it's really for the individual that uh, is in sales or wants to be in sales. But I've always had the attitude that actually we're we are all in sales in our personal life, even so, because most of us wouldn't be married or have a significant other if we weren't in some kind of sales, right? Huh? Anyways, I, uh, I I get the question all the time about uh, how do I upgrade a salesperson in really kind of 10 minutes or less. And I think that some of the things I've learned over all these years that the basics are what uh, most of us are lacking. And I'm a big acronym guy. And so what I'm going to share with you really is if you follow it, just the first time you, you actually use it, you will see a dramatic increase in how you get people interested in not only liking and trusting you more, uh, and instantly, hopefully that, and uh, on top of that, uh, how you can close more with, uh, greater, not only greater success, but uh, less buyer's remorse where they're canceling after, after the meeting or the phone call. But, uh, uh, here we go. The, the, the first thing that I do is, and I'm not going to get into making a phone call. I'm just assuming that, uh, you've, you've got the opportunity to sit down with somebody. And I use an acronym that many, many people have used for a long time and many people know. And the first acronym I use is really, and this is step number one, in any, any kind of sales. I don't care what kind of product service, uh, your, or industry that you're in and whether it's to small business, to an individual or to a corporate structure or in, 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 in fact, even to a multiple strategic type of selling, um, situation, uh, such as maybe a hospital where there's multiple different kinds of buyers, for example, where you might have the department head, uh, the purchasing people, uh, if it's a new build, the architect. Uh, so there can be a lot of different strategies. But I think that regardless of the simplicity or the complexity of the sales process or the sales prospect, too, uh, this this all works. So step number one is really building re- uh, rapport with the with the uh, uh, potential buyer or prospect. And and that starts with going with the acronym FORM. FORM is really simple. It's easy to remember. It's family, occupation, recreation, motivation. And, and there's just some really basic questions. But I want you to just kind of learn the, the, the basic here. When you're, when you're trying to build rapport with anybody, I think it's kind of corny when you sit down and you, you bring up the big fish on the wall and say, hey, you're uh, you, uh, into fishing. Uh, that, you know, that's kind of standard Um, You see, like, if a guy's got a signed baseball, hey, you into baseball? I mean, everybody, you know, kind of knows that kind of approach. I think it's kind of corny. I think it's kind of weak, amateurish, if you will. But if you're just kind of sitting down chatting with a person, first thing I want you to remember is that you have to value your time in the sense that don't think that you have to rush through the conversation with, with somebody who is busy. Just because they say they're busy and they say they, they'll give you a short, you know, we don't, you know, I only have 15 minutes for this. Uh, don't think that 
for a second that if they become interested, that they're not going to extend you more time. So don't freak out when somebody says, Hey, I'll give you a little bit of time. Uh, I'm going, you know, I'm going to rush you. Um, and don't take that as they're, that they're not interested. They're just, they just don't know yet if they're interested, but the best way to really kind of start this is you have to have the attitude of that. Your time is extremely value valuable because no one will respect any kind of value you get. Um, if they uh, think that you don't respect not only your time, but your message. So understand going forward that, that what you do is important and that you believe it and they'll get that sense, um, going in especially as you start the process of building rapport. But going back to that, you know, just kind of ask them about their family. Don't be, you know, don't, you know, don't feel that you're intruding because outside of their own personal name, there's nothing more important to them than their family. And so just, you know, ask them about their family. Um, ask them more, you know, on the, on the occupation part of it, ask about, you know, how long have you been in the business? How long have you been doing what you, that you're doing? Tell me about, what you did before this, uh, what are some of your goals going forward? There's nothing wrong with asking the personal stuff about them, okay? Again, I'm just going to keep reiterating. Recreation, get into, you know, uh, finding out about what they enjoyed, you know, doing outside of work. And um, this really opens up the door of commonality between two people. I have never been afraid of, you know, uh, of asking, hey, you know, um, and I may just throw in my own yourself, you know, like I, I really enjoy sports. I'm a you know, former athlete and that kind of thing. And before I got started, you know, I played, I played sports, played football, coached some sports and, uh, I, my hobbies are golf. And when I used to live in Colorado, it was more skiing, uh, than, than obviously here in Arizona, which is more golf country. I like to hike that kind of thing. And that helps somebody else kind of bring it up. Don't worry about body language so much. Like if they start to cross their arms when you're getting into the recreation thing, because if you ask the right question about what they enjoy doing when they're not at work, uh, you'll see their body language kind of ease up. They'll lean forward a little bit more. Their, their arms will drop. Um, they'll, uh, they'll share with you. Okay. And then the M is really about, it's not about money. And I know some people use form, um, where the M is money, but I use M as, you know, I want to know about their motivation. And then and the reason I use motivation, not only in their, about their career, about their position, um, I want to know where they're at. And this ties into the professional part, because that's why you're there. You're trying to close some business. You're not really trying to close for this personal relationship, which is what you're trying to build, of course. But the, the, the business part of it, this is a great segue, a great transition into really finding out what they're trying to accomplish. Tell me about what it, you know, tell me about your company, uh, where, where you see your company in the next one, three, five years. Uh, where do you see your role in that? What, uh, what motivates you in trying to improve whatever aspect it is in your company that you're trying to improve? And, and that's a great segue into the next acronym, which is needs. Now, again, I'm not, this is a very short, dirty, quick kind of thing that again, if you just use these principles, just the first time it's going to work. It always does. It always works. I, I, I guarantee it. I don't know how to guarantee that, but trust me, 
through my years of, of sales and success in sales in a lot of different industries, it, it works every time. And I've been doing this for a long time and it works. Okay. Works on the phone. It works in person. It really works great in person. But the next acronym is NEADS, and that's N-E-A-D-S. And this is how you transition from the, the motivation part about the company and the business aspect into, you know, tell me about what you're doing now. You know, who, uh, who are you using now in regards to the, the services that you, you maybe that you're trying to sell them on? Uh, I'm going to use financial advisory. Tell me about who you use as uh, in regards to are you are you handling your own money or are you using a professional? And, and they generally will tell you. And then the next thing is E is tell me what you enjoy or what you like best about the kinds of things that they're doing for you. Then the next one is A for alter. What would you change? What would you alter if you could? What, what, what would you add to uh, the type of services, the quality of service um, or the kinds of things that they're doing for you? Um, so, because again, you're trying to find out who they're using, trying to find out what they like best about who they're using. And then you're trying to find out some of their, their pain points. Uh, and the best way to do that is what would you change? What would you alter? What would you add to? And then D you got to make sure that this is not a strategic cell type of, uh, uh, relationship here. Is there other decision makers? If you were going to make uh, take all the you know great things that you currently are getting from your current relationship. What other uh, areas, or who else uh, in the, in these areas would be involved in the overall decision? So if it's an individual, you want to know if there's a spouse involved. If there's a partner, you want to know if there's a business partner that is involved in the decision process. And if you uh, are in a kind of a corporate structure, you want to find out who all the different decision makers are in their departments. And the reason you want to know that is obviously uh, if this individual can't give you the yes that day, um, I mean, you're trying to at least just get to the next step, which is beyond a no, uh, a maybe is always fantastic. Trust me, you, uh, a maybe is never a bad thing. Maybe, you know, we can move this on to the next level, which is let's get another, the other department head involved like, um, I used to be in, in, in uh, hospital sales. And so I would talk to, and I called on physical therapists and rehab people. But I also called on uh, the infectious con control people because we did hydrotherapy where we would involve products that had to do with decubitus ulcers and burn units and that kind of thing. So I, I needed to know not only the therapists, uh, what their needs and pain points were, or are, I needed to know what infectious control, what their pain points were. Uh, and then I needed to get into, uh, well, once we get to a yes or a possible yes, because cost is everything to people uh, at some point, they're going to want to know what is this going to cost me to make a change or to add, you know, to, to, uh, to bring you on as, as our guy or gal. And so, they're, they're going to want to know costs. So there might be a purchasing agent involved, but regardless of how simple, again, simplistic or com, uh, complex, the relationship is going to evolve to, you got to know these kind of things. So, and then, and then the soft close, which is kind of a test closes the S and needs, which is, you know, if I, if I can create a situation 
And you can use as uh, kind of a use, use the word situation too. If I can create a situation or a solution that gives you all the great things that you currently enjoy. And then uh, in addition to giving you all the things that maybe you feel are lacking and we get together with all these other decision makers, is there anything that would prevent you from going towards the next step? And that can be as, can we explore the next step? Can we maybe move forward and, uh, and talk with the purchasing people. It just depends on how the relationship is going in, in, in the fact that, you know, again, you de- you've developed rapport through using form and now you really have established their needs, their, their pain points and the things that they're, you know, their hot buttons, that kind of thing. And then, and then you really kind of move on to the close. Can we move forward? And I like, and there's many ways to overcome objections. And that's not what this, this podcast is about. Again, this is just like, let's, let's see if I can give you some nuggets that, that you can use in, in, uh, in your everyday life and everyday in, in, in business to try to close more business, whatever it is that you're trying to close or trying to ask for. And so the last part of it is, is how do you handle an objection? And I use my number one go-to is feel felt found. Uh, again, this is very old school, but it is very, very relevant to today. It still works in every, again, every industry that I coach in every industry that I was, you know, was successful in, in sales. And basically is, you know, it's, it's as simple as, and I don't use, I just use this as my, my benchmark to refer to when I say feel felt found, but it's, Basically, it's, you know, I know exactly how you feel. Uh, I felt the same way when I was. And this is what I found. Now, I take it further, of course. I never say it that simply because then they're like, well, hey, I know that feel felt um, thing. That's, you know, you're not doing anything here that I don't already know. Pal, you know, be a professional. That's kind of rookie. You know, basically, I, you know, I say, you know, I, you know, I understand um, I've gone through that same situation as, as you have trying to make, you know, decisions about the possibility of making a change. Hopefully, you know, our conversation today is uh, you invited me in because there's these poss- there is the possibility that, that there's some things lacking and, and you, you know, what I discovered is that with my other clients that when we sat down and really kind of looked at all the great things that you were currently getting with your current uh, business relationship. We also discovered there were some things that we really wanted to have improved on and we weren't getting, getting that. And, and so you can get a lot of that out of there and, uh, from them by just saying, you know, again, think about this is, you know, I understand how you feel because you want to relate to them. Uh, I have felt, or my clients have felt, and you know what they found when they made the change to our firm or to me, uh, and we delivered all the things that, that were already currently great for you and all the things that you currently weren't getting, uh, they discovered that, yeah, this was a great move and that's in that, and they were happy with the move. And so, you know, based on that, I think that, uh, uh, you know, then you ask the question, is there really any, and I like making it easy for people to say yes, by actually saying no, is there any reason that we can't move forward? And by them saying no, they're actually saying yes. So if you use those three principles, form to build rapport, need to discover pain points, and 
feel felt found to handle their objection, you will find that you will close that much more business that easily. Now, obviously, there's more advanced stuff that that I teach and that that we may get into one day when I start doing the video series, which we're going to do in the next couple of weeks. And we have some guests on that are just, you know, we'll, again, I want to bring on studs and stud ads. <laughs> but uh, if you just follow that stuff uh, that I just taught you, uh, I, I, I promise you, you're going to do uh, that much better in the type of business that you're in. So anyways, I hope that was uh, helpful. Uh, have a great afternoon. And as always, I am out.